Wait, we were supposed to be recording? Oh my god, my butthole was doing the puckering thing. I was real upset about that. This is 2v1 Podcast Episode 8. It is December 16th, 2014. Nope, because COD has been sucking up my time, and obviously I, I have been trudging along slowly in Dark Souls, but... Uh, as Nick knows, I'm stuck at the Bell Gargoyles, and I'm really, really hoping that Nick can get a, a small character going to join me with, just because I feel like I would enjoy the I game do, as a whole much more. Yeah, I do need to do that, and I'm I'm planning on doing it this weekend, hopefully, because I should be able to get there pretty fast. That's but, good. But um, I am curious why, like, I think you said you like Demon Souls better so far. Yes. You are barely anywhere in Dark Souls still. It's true. I mean, that's that's still... In, I mean, I've been to other places, but as far as where I am in the game, I'm still, in, you know, finishing Undead in terms of In terms of progression, you, you can go anywhere pretty much in the beginning of that game. Like, you can go to areas that you absolutely shouldn't be at. Yeah, I've, I've done that already yeah. and clearly found out, hey, maybe I should go yeah. back. <laughs> yeah. Um, what... Why? What are you? Th- what are you having so much trouble with? Like, I know the, I know the garg, the gar, the gargoyles are like one of the first majorly hard bosses in that game, like somewhat notorious. Well, well, straight up, I am, I, I'm facing a greater learning curve. I'm basically facing the learning curve that just about anybody who never played demons and then hopped right into dark. That's pretty much what I'm experiencing. I feel like huh. I'm cushioned. Because I played demons as primarily a, a mage. I used primarily magic. And right. that is a fundamental difference between, you know, my experience with demons and Yeah, yours. it's a huge difference. It's a huge difference yeah, in Dark I, Souls between the games. Well, yeah, I mean, exactly. And, and it's weird because I almost feel like using magic is a cheap way out. And it's not because it's part of the game and it's a different way to play the yeah, game. Yeah, no, there But if you want not. that gritty you know, gouge your eyes out experience, you do have to do melee. So it's tough. It, it's a tough decision. I'm doing it and I'm glad I'm getting the full experience, but I, I'm not making this up. I told you this before. I barely died in Demon Souls. Uh-huh. I mean, I really, I bet you I've already died, no joke, 10 times as many times as I died in Demon Souls. The entire and game. I'm barely anywhere in the game. Yeah. I, I know, um, like magic alone like mechanic wise is fundamentally different between demons and dark souls because you know you lose the mana bar and now in dark souls you have only a limited number of spells you can cast before you replenish at a fire it's oh it, i guess i picked the right game to do magic in then oh totally see so you didn't <laughs> even you didn't even know that's how it worked no, because I don't, I don't, I haven't, I've have yet to cast a spell. Right. So that's good. Did you, did you pick a, what starting class did you pick? Oh, that's a good question. Well, if it was, I'm going to find out it, for you while we're a, talking about this, but I mean, it was a pretty, anything, it doesn't, probably doesn't matter. No, it was, it wasn't anything extremely specialized. It was like a balanced fighting class, that kind of a thing. Yeah. Well, the, the thing even, even start, I, I, I've never started a magic character in Dark Souls, so I don't know how starting out it would work, but 
you don't even unlock a lot of the typical spells until like further into the game. So in in dark. Yeah. Like I I don't know. I don't know. I know you can start as a pyromancer and you'd probably have like the, the a fireball. But mm-hmm. like soul spear and whatever that were huge in demon souls or soul arrow, I can't remember which one. Soul arrow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't even remember when you get that. I think it's decently far into Dark Souls. Oh, yeah, that, that would make a huge difference, cause I, it sounds, it sounds really boring, but that was, that was my, that was the key component of my arsenal. Yeah, that's <laughs> in so Demon crazy, Souls, cause I was just spamming I barely Solera. used magic in Dark, or in Demons. It, it was like, I had, I had some of the cheap magic to get by some things, like, Poison Cloud, I had Poison Cloud to get past the dragon. In like the second yep. area of, of the palace, yep. I know exactly what we're talking about, and I read about those things, yep. and I even planned on doing some of those things, but I just ended up not having that much trouble. Yeah, I mean, like you say, you say you might think it was cheap, but that's the point: is that those games are so hard that you need to find whatever way possible to get through them. To exploit. It doesn't. It doesn't matter if it yep. feels cheap because it's not really. <laughs> You're right. It's it's just in the game. It's something you, you have to find out a decent way to exploit it, depending on what kind of character you have. Yeah, there were there were definitely some things in demons that I exploited that shouldn't have been exploited, um, and were totally it, like cheating for the most part. <laughs> but I don't remember anything really like that in dark that I did. Yeah, it wouldn't be surprising to me if they you know figured of... that out. Yeah, <laughs> tightened up a little bit on that. Yeah. I just, I, I, I hope you're not super discouraged because. No, I'm not. You, you know me, dude. I'm going to finish it regardless. Yeah, because like I said, like, that boss is hard, especially that early in the game, but holy shit, there's way harder stuff coming. <laughs> Yeah, like, I know you told me that to brace stuff. myself. Yeah. There's a there's free Dragon Age DLC for the multiplayer. Already? Yep. Eh. I already kind of don't want to play it. <laughs> Are you over it that fast? I played it that one day. And, like, still a total of only, like, five games. And I don't know. Still haven't done it with the group of people that I was supposed to, so that's another thing. Big surprise that didn't work out. <laughs> Did you guys not play at all? Not yet, but it also... Everybody's schedule doesn't work out. So, I, I don't really care. It, it's not that great of multiplayer anyway. It's no Mass Effect. No. It's no Destiny. Yeah. <laughs> N- never played it, and yeah. <laughs> It's no Halo. Well, it works. Uh, it it's works. Better. Halo still doesn't work. Did Pong guys, is better than Halo right now. <laughs> Seriously, it didn't. It just didn't work last night. It had that. It had another update, and uh, I've been saying for a while now that it worked for me playing by myself. I sat. I sat there in the menu probably for half an hour, and never played a game last night by myself. What? Yeah, it just didn't work. That's just fucking stupid. Yeah. So, whatever. 
I'll continue to not use my Xbox One. I almost feel a little bad. Yeah, it's your guys' Aaron, fault. I don't care. Mm-hmm. It is. I accept full responsibility for having faith in the game. <laughs> for thinking a game would release and work. Yep. Uh, I think... I forget where I heard it from, but, uh... Someone, one of the designers actually did come out and say that they were pushed by the publisher to get it out, even though they knew it was broken at time of launch. Yeah, no, I thought I told you guys that. Mm-hmm, definitely, we talked, we definitely touched up on yeah, that. Yeah, that's, so, that's okay. so shitty. Yeah. Ugh. It confirms all fears. Well, with how bad things have been, hopefully, hopefully, the industry will take note of it. I doubt it. I doubt I mean, it too. I think I I honestly think I, I I wouldn't be surprised if it gets worse. Yeah, honestly, I, I I really wouldn't either. CD Projekt Red took what initiative. Is that? The, uh, Witcher. the Witcher. They decided to push um, the game because they thought it wasn't going to be ready in time. Well, kudos to them. That's awesome. Yeah, that's really it was actually cool. like the third delay, but still, I would rather have ten delays. Exactly. I'd rather it be a year late coming out than have to deal if, with what we're dealing with in Halo. If Halo didn't come out until, say, March, but it was perfect at launch, I would have been okay with that delay. I wouldn't. Agreed. I wouldn't 100%. have had to buy a three or an Xbox One because by then I probably wouldn't have cared. Yeah, or you could have gotten one for one dollar at that point. <laughs> in in three months, it's confirmed <laughs> Xbox One will be one dollar. <laughs> one dollar. Yep. For one day only. <laughs> Bet Xbox Live will be 500 per month. <laughs> uh. Xbox Live. Ugh. Yeah, I see. I had did to you, fucking did... buy that, too. Damn it. Mm-hmm. Did either of you download the free games for the month? Wasn't it just Worms? I downloaded Worms. Cause oh, you did? Who, me? Yeah. Yeah, Zitchy and a couple other people have been playing it pretty religiously, and they were hounding me to get it. So, I mean, even if I don't want to playing it. Obviously, I figured I'd go ahead and download it. I've never been a, a fan of that. Yeah, I had series. I had no interest. It's it's pretty much pocket tanks, Simon. You know what? I thought the same thing the first time I played it, but no. It, it, have, you, have you at least played it before? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't see. I mean, I can see the, the overall theme being remotely the same, but it just doesn't feel right to me. Yeah, I mean, it's not as good, but <laughs> obviously, <laughs> obviously. Oh, pocket tanks. There's new weapons coming out soon. Really? Well, it, he tweeted that. Didn't you send me the tweet? Oh, that's right. That was a while ago now already. I forgot, though. Yeah, it has to be. They have to be out remotely soon. I wonder if they're already out. I have to check. Fact check. Weapons Weapons Depot on Blitwise.com. A game Shout no one knows about. Yes. <laughs> Shout out to Pocket Tanks, a game released, what, ten years ago. Oh yeah. geez, I wonder when it's, it did come out. Uh, that was a guess. Uh, maybe. I honestly, I'm gonna say longer than that is my guess. Oh wow, I'm gonna check that out. I'm uh, curious. Yeah. Now. Oh, Tommy introduced wait. me, and it was God knows. I mean, we were playing that when we were really young. That is crazy. Where it's is, been around that long. Release date 2001. Wow. <laughs> Same year as Halo. Uh huh. That is impressive. Alex, where are the weapon packs? Weapon Depot. I would absolutely love to know how many games you and I have played together, Josh. I wish. I wish it was that easy. 
I don't see Weapon Depot anywhere. Expansion packs. Clown. <laughs> Pocket Tanks, Weapon Depot. And no, oh. there are no new weapons right now. He can take his time. Okay. He, he, can delay, he can delay the weapons so they yeah. work. That's right. Minus the hot potato. Fuck the hot potato. <laughs> For the listeners, uh, we Josh and I have had a competitive Pocket Tanks rivalry for, at this point, close to 10 years, I would say. Maybe 10 years. I don't know. We've been playing on and off, and we've gone through some phases where it's been like nonstop every day, uh, and we always put money on it because it just makes it that much more interesting. <laughs> and this re- recently, over Thanksgiving, we had uh, our classic thing is usually doing a best of five series, and of course, we... Cause I'm I'm just way better than Josh for the record, and he's a glutton for punishment. So, there, but there was one series where he was he was leading me. It was two nothing, and I came back for the for the sweep. And but it was funny because it was total BS on the on the game on the the match game. We there I picked a weapon deliberately because it's a little bit glitchy and sometimes wins the game for you. And it had made, it made me laugh because I called it out. I said I'm taking this because I can't risk it happening for you. And he said, "If if you get that glitch, I'm tweeting at Michael P. Welch, right, the creator. He's like, I'm gonna I'm going to tweet at him right now and complain about it." And the glitch happened. I'm sitting there, you know, laughing, and he just quietly pulls out his phone and, with this seething rage, you know, tweets at uh, Mr. Welch. So that was funny. But we did get a reply from him. As far so, as I'm concerned, he still owes me three dollars. <laughs> it's his fault. Yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting for that, Michael P. Welch. If you're listening. You'll just see it show up in your PayPal account one day. <laughs> I pissed myself. I wanted to make amends for my glitch. My glitchy hot potato. Or as Josh worded it in the tweet, your glitchy ass hot potato. <laughs> I was the first thing that came to mind. Oh, I like it. Fantastic. Have you gotten more evil within time in? Not since... Um, when was that? I don't remember if I had... It was must have been Sat or Sunday that I had that crazy day. So two days ago. But the good news is I had a fairly long session with it. I, I played, I think, five chapters. That's and a good... And I, yeah, I can finally put in some really uh, beefy input on the game. I definitely love it. It's... it's, it's <laughs> I mean, straight up, it's Resident Evil 4. That's pretty much what it is, and I'm sure everybody's already said that in the reviews and everything. But it's definitely it's it's essentially the same game. Uh, from all the things that I talked about before, there's still some things that really rub me the wrong way, like that that letterbox. I think about how much I hate it every time I play the game. It still I mean, it's, bothers it's you. Just so it's not artistic. It's not a good thing. It shouldn't be there. It's or if anything, it should be a normal, much smaller one. But I was looking at the screen. If you were to combine the bottom and top bar, it would take up over a third of the screen. Yeah. Why? Why are you doing that? I mean, because it, it's a really good-looking game, too. I mean, there's just so much potential there that you're they're missing out on, of course. But um, that's really my only big complaint with it. At first, I wasn't so sure about the controls and everything, and it was just me having to get used to them. It's It plays fluidly. I, I like the way the the layout of the controllers are and everything. It, like, it's totally fine there. Um Actually, that's one of the notes I have, yeah, is that it controls so well. I'm actually very surprised with it because, um, especially 
it's one of those games where sometimes, you know, if a boss, one of the huge chainsaw guys or whatever pops out and you start panicking, I'm, I'm used to worrying about wonky controls, especially because one thing that I noticed about it, which is very interesting, is when you bring up your inventory menu, the game is not actually frozen. Like uh, Dark Souls. It moves... Uh, well, it, it's, it goes very, very slow. Oh. That's the, that's the weird thing about oh, it. Oh, okay. It's, it's enough time. If you have to do something real quick, you can do it. But if you can see a silhouette of everything in the background and it's moving, it's very clearly moving. That's weird. So, well, it's very, it's very strange. Isn't that, ahead, wait, Josh. Alone in the Dark was real time like that, right? That was real time. I, and yeah. actually, Josh, okay. that was, I was going to get to that, is that's a perfect example of a game when something comes out and you panic. And that inventory system was pretty bad. Uh, it was cool. I loved the idea of it with the coats and everything. But yeah. you know, you, you, by the time you master it, the game's over, and you're like, okay, great, you know. But that I did. I thought it was a cool idea. It just it didn't work out so well gameplay wise. But uh, it no leads complaints. to trial and error. I'm sorry. It leads to trial and error for like specific parts. You die because you have to pause, but then you go into that same part knowing what to do without having to pause. Yeah, yeah, it's true, but I mean, th- the controls themselves were shitty in Alone in the Dark. Like, it, it just, it wasn't something that you just could do super quickly and fluidly, I, whereas I have no complaints about Evil Within. I just think it works really well, feels good and everything. Um, speaking of bosses, I love how rewarding the boss fights are. There's, There's been one that I think was sort of optional, because it's chasing you down a hallway... And you can get away from it, and then you can get to this, like, shutter door that you can slam a button, and it slams shut, and presumably you wouldn't have to fight it at that point. I didn't even see that, because I just, it killed me a couple of times. It's it's this real crazy Silent Hill-looking thing, which, by the way, I've been saying it's Resident Evil. It's Resident Evil gameplay-wise, and it's Silent Hill content. So, I love that combination. But anyhow... This crazy thing that crawls out of the ground. It has like a million arms, and it's it's female for sure with long black hair. It's real spooky looking. And it's funny because as far as I know, it essentially only has one way to kill you. And but if it gets close enough, it grabs you, and it's an instant kill no matter how much health you have, at least in my experience. And it just it it pins you down and just smashes your head with its hand until your head explodes. <laughs> so it's pretty fun. Nice animation. It, it's real visceral, just like the... Um, uh, all the deaths in Dead Space, so I enjoy that as well. But this thing was chasing me down a hallway, and I unloaded everything I had into it, and you can also make crossbow bolts on the fly. So uh, I had to make a couple of those once I realized, because a couple times that I tried it, I just ran out of stuff. And on my one attempt, I, I even after I'd made a couple bolts, I still ran out of stuff. And I figured, oh, whatever, I'll go melee it and see what happens. And I just got really lucky. I hit it one time, and it, it finally died. But the cool thing was, uh, obviously, it's optional, because I could have just gone behind the shutter and closed the right. door. But then whenever I killed it, it gave me a ton of that green gel that you use um, to level up. Green jelly, maximum carnage. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's so I I loved that I I like being rewarded for sticking around and doing something that's optional. Also reminded me of Resident Evil Four because there's a couple of op- um, instances in that game where you can do that. Go, coming off the green jelly stuff, I love all the upgrading that you can do. You know, you can focus on your your personal attributes, whether it's how long you can sprint or your health. The sprinting thing can get annoying because first of all, you can't do it very damn long. Of course, and when you do run out, yeah, when you do run out. 
you 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 sit there and you have your hands on your knees and you're panting. I mean, you're obviously a sitting duck. That can be really annoying, especially because it's a little bit. That's the one control thing that I find odd. If you're running and you let go of sprint, your sprint bar continues to go for like a fraction of a second. So instead of stopping right before you know right before you're out, you have to give it sort of a little bit of leeway, or else you will continue. You'll drain it all the way, and that's whenever you do the panting thing, and that's just infuriating. Yeah. Obviously, upgrade all your weapon power. Uh, you can. I've actually upgraded my stock for a lot of my things, which most times I feel like isn't a a concern in games. But um, since Look, the equipment that you get and the ammunition and everything isn't super plentiful, it's not. It's you never want to run into any and not be able to pick it up. So it's good to have that, especially with the uh, you know you can create your crossbow bolts on the fly and everything. I love that weapon. By the way, it's really cool. They have the different kinds, like the stun, the flashbang, the explosive, the regular ones. And now there's an ice one. Uh, more on that later, because I had a really cool experience with that. Another Resident Evil similarity are the silver weapons cases that you encounter everywhere. It's You know, they're just lying there like a silver yeah. briefcase, and you pop it open, and there's a weapon or whatever inside. I I just like that. It's just like sort of a little head nod, of course. Nick, I mentioned to you the other day about a ridiculous enemy that they have in the game. Yes. And... You said you thought maybe you knew what it was, and I used the word invisible, and you said that wasn't it. So I don't know what you're talking about, and we'll set that. We'll wait until. Yeah, I don't want to say anything without you knowing what it is. Well, I've actually got. I haven't looked up looked it up online or anything because I don't really care. But there's even a part of me that makes me makes me wonder if it's a glitch because there's one enemy that is totally invisible. I think that I think they're supposed to be. Okay, I think so too. I've heard that. Here's the thing. Well, there's there's literally no way to detect. That's what I find strange. There's no, um. They don't even have like a shimmer, like most. No, there's, there's no outline, there's no shimmer. You just, you can hear them, and a lot of times they appear in rooms where there's a lot of things lying around, like for example, in one of the hospital rooms or whatever, there were a bunch of gurneys, and like you can, it's really cool, because if there were a ton of gurneys, and I saw them being parted as this thing was coming near, so that was a really cool, you know, aesthetic thing to see, and kind of creepy. But again, that's all you see. So even if you know it's there, it kind of sucks as far as shooting it goes. But my workaround, and I'm sure this is very obvious, but it, I just thought of it and it was pretty easy. Whenever you, uh, when you aim with the crossbow, you, it's sort of like Resident Evil once again, because it has an extended, like almost like a laser sight. You know, it's not an actual laser sight, but it shows that line of fire on the, the trajectory of the arrow. So when I lift it up, if I point in that, I sort of swing it from left to right, and all of a sudden, the trajectory will get cut off, you know, in thin air. And then I know that that's where right. the enemy is. So it works out pretty well, especially, like, if you use, a, like, a shock, one of the electric bolts, and then it just sort of keels over and gets on the ground, and then you can just do, like, a final blow on it kind of thing. So I find that peculiar, because it's not like they have... I'm not saying this is what you would do, but in a lot of games, you might have a sight that you look through, or you might have goggles that you put on, and all of a sudden, these things appear, you know, and you can see them. I thought it was really odd that they either I'm an idiot and haven't figured it out, or they just haven't done anything well, for that. But it's not really I, a complaint. Yeah, it's just, I would guess that it's 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 on purpose, and that you're literally supposed to just listen for them. Yeah, it, yeah. It, my from the very beginning, like I said, the the strange thing is if you're trying to shoot at it with a your yeah, you don't know exactly where. Shot, yeah, but the crossbow solves that. So again, not complaining. It's just. It's an interesting thing I don't think I've seen before with no real countermeasure to the uh, invisibility. Yeah. Um, 
So back on the crossbow, two other things I love about it. One, I'm not sure if it's with all bolts, but I know for a fact I shot, it might have been a regular one or maybe a flash one or something. I say for a fact and now I'm questioning myself. But the <laughs> point is I shot a crossbow bolt, totally missed the mark, and I was able to go pick it up, which in that game, you know, even a single bolt is of right. some value. So I love that I was able to retrieve that. Um, yeah, I hate when games don't let you do that. Like when it's when it's specifically an arrow or a crossbow bolt, I, I hate that. Yeah, that's not practical. Like you would be able yeah. to retrieve that. <laughs> so that I I was I'm a huge fan of that. And I said I would mention the ice thing earlier. I there was an amazing. It, it was just a beautiful scene that panned out. I had recently gotten uh, a freeze bolt for the first time, and I just wanted to see what it was like because you know it said that they freeze enemies and they shatter upon contact yeah. and all that. So I was with. There's a couple parts in the game. Uh, where you're you're sort of working with a teammate and um, you know your ally. He's a former or a fellow detective or whatever, and he's carrying around an axe. So it's it's in this uh, wide open area with these bridges and ladders and all this kind. Of, it is so. I really sound like a broken record. I understand, <laughs> but it, it's it's just so Resident Evil Four. It you know it reminded me of the scene pretty early on in the game, right after you get stripped. Like, your coat's off, and you wake up, and there's a merchant outside. Got some rare things on sale, stranger. And there's all these bridges and ladders, and it's yep, a wide open exactly area, and you have to traverse to it. It's, it is the exact same thing. I mean, I, I, the resemblance is just uncanny, except maybe for the, the color scheme. But anyhow, at this point, there was one part when I was, I was at the bottom of a ladder, and my teammate was at the top of the ladder, and one of these... I don't even know what to call them, zombies, demons, whatever you want to call them. He was, he was climbing up the ladder, and it was a big fat one too, and they take more damage, so I figured I'd test him out. And I loved it because I shot the, the freeze bolt at him, and it's not like it forced him into an animation, or, and it didn't fit, it didn't force him to finish climbing. It froze him exactly as is. I mean, he had like one leg sort of up over the ledge, and the other one was still on the ladder, and he was climbing up, he froze, in his tracks, exactly the way he was, and it it sort of coated the surrounding area and ice. The whole thing was just really cool looking. And then mm-hmm. my, you know, my the other detective comes in and just smashes him <laughs> with the axe and just shatters into a hundred pieces. It was just, I was like, good job. You know, it looked really good. So, big fan of that. Even more similarities are some of, some of the animations with the enemies. You know, they just look like villagers from the opening, or like the first area yeah. in Resident Evil 4. They do the exact same thing with their axes. You know, they sort of, you can anticipate when they're going to throw it. They do it, they throw it in the exact same manner. Then they reach behind their back and pull another <laughs> one out of their ass. Like, it's it's the exact same thing. And I really enjoyed it. Um, and th- there's even, there's s- subtler things too. For example, I don't even know what it represents, but... There's a marking that I've seen, I swear I've seen in multiple areas, and it's the same marking, and I've seen it on a couple of doors, and it just reminds me of seeing that sigil from Lord Sadler, yes. you know, on some of those blue doors. In the, so that was, that's another similarity. Is um, there anything original in this one game? Last, no, <laughs> no, no, honestly, it's, it's all done tastefully. Yeah, I, yeah. As I said, I'm, I keep on saying how similar it is, but it's, it's fresh enough that I'm, I'm not put off yeah. by it. But it is, you can tell, it, it's definitely, it, it's not that it's not original, but there are so many influences from other 
games, namely, of course, Resident Evil, but it still feels fresh enough to me that it's not a put-off for me. I really, I, I enjoy the whole experience, and of course, I just have to beat it and give a full review of it, but I don't feel like I'm getting ripped off or anything. And as I've cited before, it's it feels like it's mo- from multiple sources, like Alone in the Dark, Alan Wake, obviously Resident Evil chiefly, um, Silent Hill, and Dead Space. So it's just sort of a, a mix of all of those things with Resident Evil 4 as like the driving force of the gameplay that feels like the backbone of the game. But right. Anyhow, and then my the last thing that I wanted to touch upon that has a little bit of... I, I, these are two more games for a very small thing. Bioshock and Fallout. Because anytime I, I believe I mentioned in the last podcast that whenever you... <clears throat> that you can go to sort of this alternate area, it's like a hospital and nothing's... There's, there's not really anything crazy going on yet. There's a nurse in there. Yeah. There's the save pad. There's different things you can do. I discovered another thing that you can do there is you collect keys throughout the game and you can open these morgue morgue trays or lockers or whatever, you know, that you pull bodies out of. Yeah, yeah. And there's stuff in there. So it's it's nice. Obviously I'm not collecting everything, but it would be an incentive based collective, which is nice. But I just That's a really weird collectible. Well, and it's even better because in order to get uh the vast majority of this majority of these keys you have to smash statues that you find. It almost looks like a Virgin Mary or something. I don't know exactly what it is. But you smash uh-huh. these statues and a key falls out. And I love the sense of humor with the developers because they have them in ludicrous places. In some, and sometimes it's just sitting on a bench. Uh, but my two favorites so far, I looked around and I thought my eyes were deceiving me, but I they weren't, sure enough. There was a giant rat running around with a statue on its back. <laughs> and I mean, this, this statue was like three times the size of the rat. So it just looks like this floating statue going around there. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And then I, I shot it and saw what it was, of course. And then another time I opened up a locker and three crows flew out and it was attached to the back and it was flying around in a circle and you have to time a shotgun blast to knock it out of the air. So that was interesting, but that was all a spin off of the keys in the morgue and in the area where you save back to the Bioshock and fallout reference in this anytime that I guess I refer to it as a save room, even though it's like an area. Uh, you can you always know if there's one nearby because there's like a blue door with blood splatters on it, and you start hearing yeah. this old ass music playing, and it sounds like something that you would hear in Fallout or um, especially Bioshock. And I did I love that feeling because you're like, oh great, because I can go in there, you can save, you can upgrade your character, because that's where you have to do all that. So it's just sort of. Uh, even though it's, it's like it's, a Pavlovian response, it is. It absolutely is, and it it <laughs> makes me. It's it's that same comforting. Even though it's a totally different kind of music, it makes me. It gives me that same uh, feeling of security that you got in any Resident Evil title, where they have amazing save room music, because those games are notorious for that. <laughs> so, yeah, I think even I can probably recognize yeah, what you're talking it, about. Yeah, and I didn't really play those games exactly. So I, I as soon as you hear that, you're just like, ah, oh, yes, you know, and you can go and sort of you know, do the upgrading and you're saving it. And I love that feeling of just having everything done and then you feel like you can move forward. So those were all the things that I wanted to touch on uh, since I played the game last. So I got a lot done with my last session and pretty much nothing but good things to say about it thus far. Looking forward to uh, playing more of it and hopefully maybe even finishing it by the next podcast. Are you any idea how far you are in it? Um, I I don't. Uh, well, chapter wise, I think I'm in like chapter six or seven. 
I haven't looked up how many chapters there are, and I sort of don't want to because I don't want to get into yeah. a mentality of, oh, you know, I'm this far done. I'm this far I'm done. I'm almost done. Exactly. Whatever, I just yeah. want to enjoy it and see what it ends. Yeah. That's a good call. That is, Evil Within is on sale for the uh, countdown to 2015 thing Xbox is doing. How much? 30 bucks. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's not bad. I mean, I, I, at this stage, I would recommend to anybody who's on the fence, I would recommend it. I paid 30. I might have paid 35. Josh, do you remember? 30. Um, well, yeah, yeah, I thought you paid 30. When it, you it was told, 30. I, I absolutely us, yeah. would recommend the game at $30 for the amount of enjoyment I'm getting out of it. Um, you know, and anything less than that, it's, in my opinion, a no brainer if you have any interest in that sort of game. It's the downloadable version. Yeah, um, whatever. Wolfenstein's 32, which that game is fantastic. Hey, I started that game we didn't get to talk about last time. That's true. How are you liking that game? I am only not even through the tutorial, so I barely have an opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Except for the fact that it has subliminal messaging, which was really cool. Oh, okay, yeah. You know, I confirmed confirmed that that is from the original game. That's awesome. And I I thought that was really cool. Um, Just... I, I started Wolfenstein the New Order. I, I bought it real cheap on sale on Steam. And um, it's actually the next game I'm doing a Let's Play through. But uh, I've only done the tutorial. But like right when you start the game, you would never even notice it when you're just playing. I had no idea until I was going back and looking at the video and editing it. But it does the, it does the get psyched thing yeah right before like right after you pick a difficulty it goes to black screen and then it flashes get psyched for probably a tenth of a second and the (laughs) the the only reason i saw it was because like i said i was editing the video and i was scrubbing through and i was like wait why did it just say something and then i went back and i was like oh my god that's so funny and that actually i think it is from the original not the original original but the one that everybody's familiar with wolfenstein 3d yeah, and um, sure. I mean, just the little bit I have to say about that game is that I was having a blast. Like it, it starts off totally crazy, um, way too, uh, you know, honestly, a little bit way too intense for a tutorial, but seems to be a common thing for tutorials and video games anymore. Anyway, is like just throwing all this shit at you at one time. And then it's trying to tell you to focus on this little phrase like, press this button to do whatever. Like, it's, it actually is kind of tough for me. I don't know why, but I, I was in, like, as I was playing it, I was just sitting there. I even said when I was playing it, this is hard to focus on. There's too much shit happening. <laughs> but, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's totally insane, like, weird, uh, alternate 1940s universe where the nazis are actually cyborgs and they have mechs and stuff it's it's really funny and crazy um i wonder i started to wonder after i saw that get psyched thing if sub if the subliminal stuff worked on me because like i said as i was playing i was just enthralled Mm -hmm. i i was just like holy shit i can't believe all this stuff that's happening and when you step back and look at it, I mean, it's not really anything new. It's just a shooter. I don't know. I'm I'm excited to play more of it. I can say that, but I haven't hint, played hint enough. Hint that may show up on a game of the year list. <laughs> Very interesting. 
I I really really wanted to finish that before the end of the year, but there's no way it's gonna happen. Dra- mm-hmm. Dragon Age is just way too long, and I'm really trying to finish that. So we have to ask. It has to be finished in the year, then. Yes, makes sense. Well, you know, I I don't know if you won't finish Dragon make, Age. It's too big. I don't want to make that rule because yeah, there's a really good chance I won't finish Dragon Age. It's already halfway through December. Totally. Um. But I, I did want to, I did want to at least get through a majority of Wolfenstein, but I don't think it's going to happen. It, it's probably not even that long. It's, I think it's longer than a typical shooter, but it's still, it's still probably something I'm not going to finish. I bet it takes a tire 12 hours. Uh, yeah. To me today, I feel like that's longer than the average shooter campaign. Call of Duty is probably like six hours, if that. Oh, I don't even remember how long that took. Maybe five. Did, during know. during the tutorial, um, there was a part where you had to jump on a plane wing. I missed it. I did too. I was. That's what I was going to say. I had a very difficult yes. time doing that. Yes, because th- this goes back to exactly what I was just saying. There's too much shit happening that you have no idea that that's actually what you're supposed to do. Like I, that was in in the video I recorded. I failed the first time. I just wait. Did you it was did like you fail it because you didn't jump, or did you fail it? I didn't jump. Okay, I messed up the jump, like, repeatedly. Yeah, I didn't jump. I didn't know I was supposed (laughs) to, like, get a running start and jump. Even though it says up in the corner, you can sprint and then jump. And I was, and I was just like, yeah, well, everything is exploding around me. There's, it's really loud and crazy. There's planes flying everywhere. Like, it was just too much. And then it's like, hey, look here. You need to do this thing or you're going to have to redo this. And I, I didn't even notice. It's, that, it's that so it funny. Up. I don't know how long, how far into it you actually are, but this whole uh, notion you have of just insanity at all times, there are like pretty cool stealth portions throughout it. Oh, I know. And that, that's the thing is like, it started off really crazy because it has to start off with a bang. I, I know it's going to calm down. I, I already know that those parts exist. I just haven't got there yet because I, I literally didn't get to play anything. I think, I think my total play time might be an hour, an hour and 10 minutes or something. I don't so know. So did you at least get out of the castle in the beginning? Yeah, I got, okay. I got to a point, and this isn't a spoiler because it's so early in the game. I got to the point where, um, I'm in a hospital. Okay. And that's where I stopped. So you haven't gotten out of the hospital bed yet? No, no. Okay. Oh, it gets, it gets, it gets really good. Well, much better from that. Yeah, I'm sure. I, I'm excited. I, what I love and what I've read about that game is that it is a return to the old school style of shooters Mm -hmm. where you, like you said, there is like a stealthy, like you can be stealthy and whatever. And there, there are options. I even, I even noticed that in the tutorial. It's like, Hey, you can sneak up on people and stab them. But it also has the feel of, Oh, I could just run around and kill everybody. Like I don't have to stand behind cover or whatever. I can just dual wield machine guns and run and around shotguns. and kill everybody. Yeah. You can dual wield everything, which is yeah. the funniest thing ever. It's so it's so self aware, and they and do I, it so and I well. I love that. Yeah, they do. It, I'm I'm really looking forward to getting more into that game because just the little taste of it was so appealing. You should 
Do you think if you sat down and knocked it out in one day, that would take away from the appeal of it? No, it would probably be fun. But like I said, I'm I'm recording it. So like in order for me to do that, I'd have to like do a couple extra steps and record in pieces. I could totally do that. I just haven't had the time. Maybe I will. Maybe I will this weekend. We'll see. Instead of playing Dragon Age for 10 hours straight. <laughs> it's a more important title than Dragon Age. I really doubt that, but <laughs> I don't know. I'm inclined to disagree as well. I mean, I know I know I've already read and obviously you're going to find every opinion available on the internet. I've read that the story isn't totally amazing in Dragon Age, but I'm I think it's cool. Like it, it's it's nothing new, obviously, like there's a world-ending ending catastrophe that you have to try and stop. Like, big surprise. But the way it's being presented is is done pretty well. Like, I, I, I don't think that it's been a shitty story yet. I feel like it would be too slow for me. It is very slow. It's least. very slow. I, I mean, you, you have to work your way through a lot of stuff. I, I don't even know if you could mainline the quest because they always have, um, they always have level requirements or like general level, requ- level requirements on them. It'll give you like a range and it's a, it's a, actually a pretty generous range. But if you were to just do the main stuff, I don't know if you would, I don't know if you would get through it. Like you do, you do actually need to spend time leveling up a little bit, but still, even even that way, you could probably say it moves pretty slow. It's not like total excitement all the time. The uh, the only game that I could potentially see myself buying for this uh, Xbox sale is uh, even though I already played it, Metal Gear. It's only going to be six dollars. So hey, you guys, if you plan on playing which Phantom Metal Pain, Game, you might as- Ground Zeroes. Oh, I do need to play that. It'll be six bucks. Digitally? I have, I have six Digitally, bucks yes. credit. Well, you gotta take count into, or uh, tax into account. Okay, well, I'd spend a so, dollar in tax. Yeah. But well, I don't know that what stinks because, I mean, I, I still want a physical copy just because I'm trying to do everything too. physical. Yeah. Well, physical copies are only like 20 bucks. I know, but it's not I know, worth I know bucks. that game isn't worth 20 bucks because yeah. it's oh, not <laughs> even really a it game. It would only be worth $20 if you cared about, like, score runs and doing everything in it. But if you're just going to play it through just for the story, it's absolutely not worth 20 bucks. Yeah, that's, I, that's my I already I'll wait till it it's 10. Yeah. Hey, hey, six bucks, even though it's digital. So I don't know. I might no, grab the digital Good advertisement one. for the, or announcement for the listeners. Good information. Just yeah, I mean, I, I still, I'm, I still might consider doing that. I don't know. Because, I, like I said, I played it, but I'm going to get it anyways, just because it's six dollars and I'll maybe play it. Here's, here's an insane reason. Um, I have all of the Metal Gears on PlayStation consoles. Uh-oh. I, I Uh-oh. only have an I only have an Xbox One right now. So Hashtag I'm, Dark Souls logic. Yeah. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not worried. I'm not worried about owning physical Xbox One copies of Metal Gear. <laughs> I, because I, you have physical. <laughs> yes, I, I want to elucidate for our listeners that uh, Nick and I, several years ago in college, we actually came up with the definition of insanity. And the definition of insanity is owning Demon Souls on PlayStation 3, but owning Dark Souls on Xbox 360. <laughs> so if you do that, you're insane, apparently. Yeah, that you are, you could be committed. Yes, absolutely. Legally. <laughs> that I, I still am stuck in that mindset. I can't, I can't uh, help yeah, it. I, yep. Yeah, I totally understand that. 
Like it's gonna drive me crazy. I was I was planning on broaching this subject later with you, Alex, but now that they're re-releasing Dark Souls two for everything with all the DLC and um a little bit of a graphics overhaul, mm-hmm. I do want to buy it again, and I would get it on Xbox if we were gonna play it. Yeah, oh totally. But if not, so I would just get it on it. PC. <laughs> Yeah, that well, that's obviously how I'm, I'm going to be playing it. So that'll be really awesome. And yeah, uh, and that'll drive record, me crazy. Yeah, well, for the record, I am insane because I actually I'm I'm doubly insane because I have I have Demon Souls on PlayStation. I have a sealed collector's edition of Dark Souls on Xbox 360, and I'm playing the digital copy on 360. Yeah. So you know that's that's just you know I'm just crazy. Yeah, I just is this is this the first uh, re-release that you two both are all for? This is the first one for me for sure. Yeah, and, and the only as I mentioned to you guys last night, uh, I said I'm I've had it. Like I'm just done with all these re-releases and everything, and I'm not buying anymore unless it's one that I haven't played. So this this makes sense for me because I, I haven't played Dark Souls two before. So. I was going to say that I think this is different because the the re-release of this includes all of the DLC, and it's within a recent enough time frame that it's basically just a game of the year edition. I, I also like that logic. That's that's totally legitimate. But a lot of re-releases do that. But they don't have legit content. <laughs> so what? Uh, it, yeah, wait, I, I'd wait. have to wonder if this would apply like with Sleeping Dogs. I have. I That's have, sort of. Yeah, I have. I have so, reasons. Hold on. Sleeping Dogs, I think, doesn't count because it probably includes a decent amount of DLC that is actual like missions and stuff, not just bullshit costumes. Mm-hmm. Simon, I want to ask. Okay. What? What did the remaster of Last of Us have different? The DLC. And it just had that one DLC. Like, they didn't, ha- they never came out. And with the multiplayer DLC. Well, who cares about multiplayer for that game? I did. It was fantastic. Even though, even though I know people do, I will never get it. Okay. What about Tomb Raider? Tomb Raider, I don't think did come out. Okay. That's so good example, Nick. There's no way that's. Did it? No, it didn't. I didn't. I can't. I don't, I don't know if Tomb Raider even had any. But. Alex, you actually said something about re-releases that should be said for everyone. Is it's perfect for you because Abs- you did not? No, I get that. Yeah, that's I, why re-releases? You are one hundred percent. Actually, I'm glad you brought it up because as I was saying it, I was like, Simon's going to call me out on this, and that's good. And I get that. It that does serve a purpose, but it doesn't change the fact that the game is already still like available. If somebody can play it. If it weren't for this insane wave and trend of re-releases, you know, people would. It, it is th- a trend. That's, that's what I'm pointing out. I mean, a remake of a game, uh, what, help, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but let's just throw out a number. Like five years ago, it would be like insane. You know, it'd be, wow, why, you know, why are they doing this? That's, that's really weird. You know, and it would only be reserved for huge blockbuster titles like a Halo or something like that. Whereas it happens yeah. for every freaking game now. And it's a waste of time. It's, it really it's does. A, it's do a money game. grab. You are, you're dividing and di- diverting resources and attention from new Im- like important things like creating a new IP or something. You know what I mean? Why are you spending so much time on this? But in the same regard, 
for the most part, the people that are re-releasing, sure, it's the same publisher, but a different developer takes care of it. That its sole purpose is to up-res and re-release. Yeah, there are specific companies that do that. So it's not taking away resources from the typical developer. I still think the whole trend is absurd. That's all. That's that's what I'm still holding. it's it's trendy, but I I personally don't have a problem with it because I have played a lot of re-releases. I will play GTA. I will play Devil May Cry when it comes out, which I can't wait for. Here's what here's uh, what I think it is, and why I don't like it. It might not be the specific developer remaking the game and and diverting time and energy and resources and money and whatever away from a new game. It's the fact that they Sony and Microsoft were like. Oh, we have to get a new console out. Uh, what games do we have to release for it? Not really anything. So let's just that's the most everything. intelligent thing that has been said in this argument so far. It just it just doesn't. It, it's just another thing for them to fall back on, kind of like yep. patching games. But that's also implying that every game re-released is through Sony and Microsoft. No, no, it isn't. That is not what it's implying. It's it's the individual publisher or essentially publisher's idea to do that. I I would go so far as somebody there there is a meeting, a clandestine meeting happening between third party publishers and somebody from Microsoft and somebody from Sony saying, Hey, we don't have any fucking games on our consoles. Do you think you guys could like re release this or give us the rights to re release this? I would not in, be in a classic two v one moment here, I have to side with Nick and say that I think anybody is totally naive if they think that that's not happening. That that's it's yeah, all like connected. They're, it's they're, not like these publishers. Even if they're not putting up the money, like Microsoft and Sony aren't putting up the money to get the remakes done, they're definitely asking or having but some. It has hand nothing in. to do with when the console. came I think it, it has does. everything to do with it. It does. It does. So you're saying before the console came out. These companies got together and said, hey, we're going to put this console out early, but you guys can re-release games. I, and, and don't forget, yeah, we're, they we're were, not claiming gospel truth. This, these are opinions, but I think it's naive to think that that yeah. was not part. That was, I think it's naive to think that that was not put forth as something to fall back on. They were like, hey, we need to. It, yeah, yeah, a fallback for sure. It might have been a fallback, but I don't think it had any decision on when the consoles came out at all. Because if it, it, not it, no, it's sixty and PS3, it wasn't the same amount. It wasn't the it wasn't the re-releases affecting the console launches. It was the, the console. console launches. It's the console. affecting the re-releases. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I I know what you mean. I that's that's what I was saying. Like Josh, I don't think it. I don't think they were like, "Hey, we're releasing this console, but we don't have any games to come out, so let's get remakes in the in the pipeline." Okay, it's and that's how it's cause and effect yeah, no, in the opposite that, direction. The other way, yeah. <laughs> the the one off factor, which I don't know if this has been confirmed or not, it's kind of just speculation, but uh, I don't know if either of you heard this, but the GTA Five uh, re-release supposedly it was initially made for next gen consoles, and they kind of ported it backwards to see josh that's the exact kind of stuff that what that's why i think all these harebrained conspiracy paranoia ideas that we you know conjure up they're just totally believable because stuff like that is happening yeah they are believable i mean it's just well the the only reason it was even brought forth and i could be speaking just way out of my ass but 
is because of how amazing and perfect the GTA 5 I'm going to say current gen because we are current gen now. Current gen game looks and for them to have done it so quickly from from the release of last gen, they had to retexture everything. They had to change the lighting for everything. Would have just been it, it couldn't really have happened that fast. But it, I mean, I, mean, I don't know. It already it, was so, like pushing the limits of last gen, which is why that could maybe potentially not be a thing. But I still need to play the the, the re-release. But from what I've heard, just it. It's the best-looking game on the console. Yeah. Especially in first-person view. Yeah, I mean, I was so. blown away. I bought I bought it on PS3 because it goes back to the consistency of buying all the same console games. Um, originally, I had PS2 GTAs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like, I'll get GTA 5 on PS3. Anyway, it looked amazing. And I, I was in awe because... Mm-hmm. I was like sitting there thinking this console is on its like last leg sort of and this looks incredible. So I wouldn't be surprised if it was the whole this actually was ready for next gen but because they weren't really released or in a lot of people's hands that they put it back to PS3 and G- or uh, 360 but I don't know. And I I see it kind of Almost the same way as just releasing a game on all four consoles, anyways. Yeah, I mean they that that is still a thing. <laughs> yeah. And who who knows how long that's going to go on? Which is another reason why the new consoles shouldn't even have been mm-hmm. released. <laughs> well, did you see the you know Dying Light? Yeah. Uh, they canceled the 360 and PS3 versions because the systems couldn't handle what they wanted to do. Well, that's a good sign. And this was a recent cancel. Like, it wasn't, like, from the beginning. This was yeah. kind of recently. That's happened. a good sign. Finally. I mean, And also, while we're on the subject, uh, Borderlands Remastered Edition. See, what? What? <laughs> it's Supposedly, it got leaked in the Australian ratings board, so it's not confirmed yet, but most of the time, anything that gets leaked through Australian's classification board does actually... Yeah, that's one I haven't seen. Wow. That's a game that does not need to be remade because the cartoonish graphics make it work on yeah, older consoles. Yeah, it looks great. Like, there's no reason yeah. to do that. But you know what? If they included, well, they would have to. If they included all the DLC and put a price tag on it at like 40 bucks, I think that's a worthy It purchase. should be $10. <laughs> it should be a $10 downloadable yeah. game. That's yeah, so it, it old would be on uh, It would be on PC, Nick. Maybe even will be, you know, sooner. Oh, I, gu- I guarantee... Uh, yeah, I guarantee you could get the first one for ten dollars. Yeah. Well, yeah, already. DMC, check. DMC release is forty, which is awesome. Fact check. Nice. It can't be expensive. No, it can't be. But that, hey, you know what? Big surprise. It's thirty dollars. Wow. Game of the year nuts. edition. Not so. But but if you were a typical patient person, you could wait until the next Steam sale, which is within a couple weeks, and I bet it will be ten dollars. <laughs> I feel like I saw something somewhere that PayPal leaked the beginning of the Steam sale date. I'm not. I mean, it doesn't matter. It'll. It's gonna happen. Specific date isn't a big deal. That's not yeah. something to leak. Morires vivir. Morires vivir. Thanks for listening to V1 as <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm okay with re-releases. I, it makes me sad. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Yeah, and it, and you know what? It wouldn't fucking affect me if I didn't have a goddamn Xbox <laughs> One. 
but we uh, erroneously uh, talked you into getting one, unfortunately. Yeah. Were you were you genuinely upset, or did you kind of not really care that you didn't get a Wii when it was on sale? Um, I wasn't genuinely upset, but I was a little disappointed because I was like starting to like fantasize about it. And are you dreaming of the Wii U? I wasn't dreaming, <laughs> but that day I was like, oh. It would be really fun. I kind of want to play a Mario game. I haven't played a Mario game in a really long time and, like, whatever. And then, good thing I checked online whether the store was sold out because if I would have gone and found out it was sold out, I would have been pissed. Yep. When you do get one, I'm coming over and, and beating Bayonetta in one sitting. Okay, well, I would consider that a game I want to play, but if I only had to watch you play it, that would be cool, too. Because... I probably wouldn't have that much fun playing it. <laughs> we can we can switch off. Yeah, we could do that. Games. Good I call. Love that game, first one. I, it made me very sad seeing that it only launched for Wii. There's a reason for that. Because Nintendo. Backed yeah, that. they basically paid for it, so that mm-hmm. that's fine. If that makes it so they will continue to produce more Bayonettas potentially on other consoles, I'm a okay with it. But if this is the last we see of Bayonetta, I'm. I don't know. I mean, just play a, just play a Devil May Cry. It's the same game. I, that that's what I don't understand why people freak out about those games. Is it's nothing different at all. Like there's a there's plenty of games like yeah. that. Well, on the console topic, uh, I told you guys. I uh, just wanted you to remind me. So uh, I just want to. I want to complain. I want to complain about Xbox One. All right. Awesome. I mean, I'm. Wait, no. have we, have we ever complained yeah, about I mean, all all we ever do is talk really positively about that console. Uh, it's it's a bad console. I I can't I can't help yes. it. I I have been an X an Xbox fanboy, you know, since the original Xbox came out. That's what you know converted me because of Halo and everything. And I just I I have loved the console and the name and everything. And I've never been so scorned. Like I just ooh. Ooh, does Microsoft and Xbox rub me the wrong way now? It just, and it's, it's a fundamental, I really think it's just a lousy piece of hardware. I don't know if there's a way that they can, you know, fix it firmware wise and everything, but there's just, there's a lot of problems with it. And it's not, you know, and I know there's a lot of these problems <clears throat> within the games, you know, chiefly we're talking, eh, no pun intended, about Halo, but <laughs> I, I, I do not believe it's solely a software issue. I'm sure that it is a huge part of it, maybe even the majority of it, but I think it's the com- the compatibility issue with the console itself and whatever insane code they have behind the scenes with I- I've talked about this before with the NAT and everything and there's networking issues and the the actual the physical hardware is no good. I mean, all the time it- it's happened to me several times already. My mic will just stop working. And it's not like the mic is broken because I freak out and I scream and then I give it either a couple hours or I or I just give up for the night and I play the next day and it's working fine again. Why does that happen? My controller did the same thing another day and it was completely, ex- you know, it was mutually exclusive from the headset issue. And, you know, we joke around about these, you know, you have to, you're playing a game and you just have to kill, <clears throat> you just have to kill it. And then you have to sit on the dashboard and click the button 10,000 times before it actually does anything. It's just, yeah. and, you know, obviously the dashboard as a whole, that sucks. That's all I need to say about the dashboard. It just, 
<laughs> it's not a good console. I mean, what what did they do this time around? How did they make this many mistakes? Just from a a basic functionality basic. standpoint. I still think it's they attempted to appeal. Yeah, to I still audience. think it's connect and trying to appeal to people that don't give a shit. Ugh, it's and, and I just I feel bad. I sh- I should have been like, you know what, PlayStation, it's time, time for me to go. And yeah, well, you have. I've and been saying Josh, it. I will. To- you have been singing its praises since the very beginning, and I am totally on board with you. And I will. I'll get one eventually, obviously. But um, I just I feel bad that I went with Xbox first this first time. And I am so not a person who just slams something for the sake of slamming it. I wanted I I was the one that, you know, talked it up and was telling Nick and everything. The only reason I didn't get it at launch is because it didn't have any games. It's and it was $500. Well, uh, actually that, you're right. That was the that was the most insulting thing and I've talked about this before. But yeah, aside from that, I I, I believed at the core it was going to be a really great system. And it can turn things around, maybe, but I just don't understand these fundamental hardware issues that I'm having with it. It's just immensely I'm, frustrating. Yeah, the mic thing is interesting. I haven't had that. And, and I know it's not exclusive yeah. to me, because I've had it's happened yeah. to friends I've played with. My major, major, major number one complaint about the console is how damn it's so slow. Everything on it's the, the slowest thing I've ever experienced in my life. That's my that's my huge <laughs> exaggerative hyperbole that I'm going to use. And when you initially opened talking about your hatred for the Xbox One, I immediately tried to come up with one thing I like I got about one. the console, and I've been I thinking about it. I don't. I do not have one. I, I, do, got I don't one. have one. Josh came over this past weekend, and we we played some split screen nice. games, and recovering or putting a gamer tag so on simple. another Xbox One is very simple and very Yes, fast. they they did do a good job of that. Funny thing is they were sort of already there at the end of last generation, but that's fine. I'm not gonna take, you know, any pros that we can reach for. That's great. And I'm glad yeah. to take them. Yeah. All it did was take something that was not required on three sixty and made it required on the Xbox One, which is the cloud. Yeah. So that's that's the only variable yeah, between the two what you're saying. when it comes to that. Yeah, that makes sense why it would go so, a lot faster. Yeah. Uh, the guide is just, oh my god, it's so slow. I can't believe how slow it is. It's painful. It's actually painful. Yeah, I'm I'm actually sitting there wincing trying to use it. <laughs> yeah, there was, a, there was a time in my Evil Within session when uh, I got an achievement, and as you well know, I I could not possibly care less about achievements anymore. But I was checking to see if... It was, I think it was during that optional boss, and I wanted to see if, out of curiosity, it was because I had done that as an optional thing. And the achievement popped up, I hit the button, and before I even had time to process what I'd done, I was regretting it terribly. It, I just knew it was the biggest mistake I'd ever made, because I had to sit there for a, a good, solid 10 seconds. And that is an eternity for something that should take a fraction of one second. It's, ugh. I... I do kind of like, but this has no deterring factor between the PS4 and Xbox One for me. Is I like how you can take the achievement and make it the background on your console. I don't do that. I didn't even I know you could cool do idea. that, and I'm not going to risk it because it'll it'll yeah, probably any, bog any down the, the UI by one thousand percent if you do that. So I'm not taking any chances. Going to err on the side of caution with that one. <laughs> 
But yeah, some of, like some of the Halo achievements are actually pretty cool looking, and you can set those as your background. It's that's a great idea. I wish they'd done idea, more but... stuff like that on the uh, 360. That is cool. I wish the Xbox One were better. I do too. I sure do. <laughs> End of the podcast. That's it. General, general statement. Yes. Actually, no. Xbox. I wish I had never bought it. Yeah, and I mean that that is to hear that come out of a consumer's mouth. There, there's literally there's nothing worse. That's that's the yeah. worst thing that you can hear from a consumer is buyer's remorse. Oh, I bought this system. I wish I hadn't bought it. <laughs> I mean that's there's nothing worse. I because I legitimately have no use for yep. it. Not right now. Like Halo's an exclusive. There's so many. But you can run your TV through it. <laughs> I watch so much TV. Yeah. And it's even it's even a floor away from my uh, cable box. So I'm really using that feature. Yeah. Do you guys remember we were, we were talking about this the other day? Um, I forget how it got brought up, but games for live? Yeah, Windows Live. Games for Windows? Games, yeah. So Phil Spence, I guess Microsoft's having some unveiling for Windows 10. Uh Soon, I don't know the exact date, but Phil Spencer said they are putting a heavy focus back into gaming on Windows. Yeah, no, now's not that? the time for that. <laughs> yeah, or ever. <you're... laughs> well, not not just. They're not the going to compete with anything. No. The one they're not going to compete, and the one no. is just not where it needs yeah. to be yet. Put your gaming focus on your goddamn on your, console on that your, you released already. Put your gaming focus on your gaming console. <laughs> that you know, it, this is one of those situations where I'm just mind blown. Where uh, a couple of young kids where can see these things. Yeah. I mean, they they have a serious and actually Microsoft has had this problem for a long time. They they have a problem focusing on their core business things that they should be focusing on. The more I'm th- yeah, and who who their major consumers yeah, and are, it, yeah, and focusing on their audiences. Josh, I'm. This is I'm marinating on this by the second, and it's becoming more insane to me as I think about it. I, I can't I can't believe they said that. I can't believe it. I apologize. Oh no, apologize. I'm I'm glad you brought it up. My point is, it's it's just so crazy to me. It is crazy. I can read you the oh, exact goody. tweet if you would like. <laughs> I have to find it again though. Oh, so you weren't prepared? Well, I didn't think I was going to yeah, read. Yeah, don't the exact worry tweet. about it. <laughs> All right, I'm not not worried. I'm worried. Um, but hey, you can you can spend bitcoins that's on Xbox fun. now, so which is very interesting. That, that's something. We'll see how that goes. We will see how that goes. I think that that still has a long time to uh, establish itself. I just wish I could find that one guy's hard drive with his bitcoins that are worth like two million dollars now. Remember that story? What? That was that was last year. I sent you guys a story about some guy who had a, like a ton of bitcoin, like like right around their inception and he ended up throwing the hard drive out and he actually was like digging through landfills trying to find it because the equivalent oh, wow. yeah the, but yeah at, at a certain point the equivalent would have been millions of dollars and uh and then there was another guy yeah. who I, I the pizza the, yeah the papa john's he bought one and he got the he got you know the owner or whomever to accept it and as it turns out he accepted an amount that was equivalent again to i think millions of dollars which is just so fun. Yeah, the only thing is, like, that was done so long ago that nobody cared, and it was like just a test of how it worked. Yeah, it, it's it's and hard then, to, it's hard then, to regret, but it's still hindsight hind, is twenty twenty. Hindsight 20. is twenty twenty. Yep. We both had it right so, on the tip of our tongue. Yeah, like it it 
Nick, have you been doing anything more with your? I haven't stuff? bought any recently. Probably the last time I bought any was a month ago. So the amount you have, does it like increase or? No, Bitcoin. Kind of Bitcoin actually linger? like plummeted in price for a while. I don't know what it's at right now. I don't. I don't like keep super up. Fact check. Cause I'm curious. I'm gonna I, find out right now. I just I have a little bit just for fun. Yep. I have a little bit of a couple other coins too. Yeah, I can remember back when we were talking about it. Uh, back in those days, it was up. I mean, it was in excess of a thousand dollars, and it's now at three hundred and thirty-two right now. Yeah, it 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 went way down, but I I mean I don't know. I'm not I'm not up enough on it to talk about why. <laughs> it just happened. I mean, if if you want to look at it that way, when I bought some, I technically lost money. Yeah. But I'm just holding on to it. Yeah. And plus, it's such a small amount that whatever. Yeah, I spent nothing. Yeah, I spent literally nothing. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. You want to call it? Yeah, that sounds good. 